I don't even know what the beat is. Alright, let's do the clap and get into this. Fuck you, Ice Man, and Noise Counseling. Hey, everybody. It's been a while. I missed a couple episodes. Oh, fuck you, too, Mike. Um, oh, we're not still clapping? <laughs> I missed a couple of episodes um, editing because life caught on to me. and Oh, it, it wasn't just you. Don't take all the blame. Don't be the martyr. And then fucking Iceman catches a cold. How the fuck does a guy whose handle is Iceman catches a cold? Do you guys I mean, even have colds there? I thought, like, the cold weather killed everything. And I'm like... True. The guy is Iceman. If he caught dengue fever, I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Ice and You'd be worried if I catch dengue fever. <laughs> Ice and heat don't mix, but okay, Iceman texts me, go like, oh, sorry, guys, I have a cold. Uh, I'm not feeling well. I'm like, okay, how does a guy named Iceman catch a cold and go down on it? I will give you this. Everybody who comes to Sweden think, oh, yeah, and you have people here complaining about a cold. Uh, you will realize that Scandinavian colds are an uh, uh, extra piece of hell. So, so cold is nothing, and then the court uh, catches the first cold ever in Scandinavia, and they are sick for two weeks. And yeah, so the colds in Sweden are exactly the people. They are bitter, rough. <laughs> They're the Vikings of cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come and pillage your immune system. And <laughs> they show up from the north at night and just rapidly. <laughs> Okay, now my brain is like really going down this rabbit hole. I'm like, I want to see research papers. I want more. <laughs> Teach me more medical system. Uh, <laughs> you have to get. I have to put in a warning. We are now medical experts. <laughs> we are barely experts on anything. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you always say, Kataro? If if we're your guiding light, you're fucked. Yeah. If I if we are your guiding lights, you fucked up. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. Though. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so I take full blame for that one, though. However, uh, uh, that's yeah. why I got my dark, sexy voice right now. We are all really worn out for some odd reason today. One reason, Iceman just woke up. He showed up in a total mess. Then he was like, oh, I can't do this. I have to go back. He went through makeup, came back. with Mike had to unload some of his stress 20 minutes in straight prior to the recording. I am, as you might have noticed, my backdrop isn't here and it's blurred because I am at home because I suddenly have to go dinner for the family. Here's the thing. If you're watching this, let this be a life lesson. When you're suffering, remember, you're not alone. You're never alone. Somebody else somewhere out there, probably on the same night star, yeah. is going okay. through the same thing that you are. Call up your friend and go, yo, you okay? Because I'm having a shitty day. I was worried you might have a shitty day. Reach out and touch somebody. Like, not like physically because that might be weird <laughs> i mean unless there's like mutual consent and things right, right, but, right, but right, right. what we mean is the more <laughs> metaphorical like reach out yeah. and, and and have a conversation i mean more in a like 1990s at&t commercial sense <laughs> <laughs> with or without party lines all right with let's get into the news we Dude, there's a, a shitload of news. There's so much news. I don't know how much we oh, can cover today. The things that I see in my feed have just been absolutely insanity. The one news I wanted to cover, and the, the reason why I wanted to talk about this a little bit, since you're the only one who has ever had experience with the Las Vegas Convention Center, oh. Mike, how do you feel about DEF CON moving to the Las Vegas Convention Center? 
I am cautiously optimistic. A, it's a convention center, but we were in a convention center space last year, and we've been in convention space, convention center space with like Caesar's Palace. We've been in convention center space at the Rio, and so I feel like people feel like it's going to be worse than it could be because it's like the Las Vegas convention center, and it feels right. like so massive. However, we're in the, I believe we're in the West. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. West. It's like right across the street from where the old Riviera is, now the new Fontaine Blue. I've been going to CES down there for 15 years. It's massive. It's huge. But that's over in the other building. This building's a little more small. It's more manageable. So uh, the things that I don't know what they're going to do with is like air walls. Are they going to have air walls like they did at Caesars? I don't know how that's going to work. Is there going to be separation? Because it can get really loud in a convention center space if it is just convention center space kind of think of like the floor the show floor at black hat if you've ever seen the show floor at black hat it's just it's pandemonium it's people like on mics talking over each other etc defcon brings its own kind of crazy and i think we're gonna bring our own kind of crazy the biggest things i'm concerned about is people getting there uh because everyone's like use the monorail and so it's like everyone's gonna be on the monorail i don't know if they're gonna allow for parking at the convention center they'll probably have the far convention center space available for parking so that might be a little bit tricky because usually the hotels have some decent parking. But if you're like uh, super patient, you could go ride the Tesla tunnel. So there's a Tesla tunnel that'll take you like a thousand feet in a Tesla underground. The venue last year, the Caesars Convention yeah. Center, whatever. You had to called. walk. There you go across Skybridge. But there were a ton of people lining up. As far as organization, I think the organization skills of DEF CON is higher than the crazy back in the days, kind of, when there was like a 12-hour line con. Those right. days are gone, right? I um, don't know. There's still line con. Yeah, I know. But they're not like you line up at 7 in, or, you know, 4 in the morning or the For night before. Talk, just to get the ticket. Oh, no, it still happens. I go visit Lancon every year. Oh, yeah. No, no, I agree. But it, it isn't like people sleeping out two days before. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Processing power of DEF CON as an organization is way better than what it used to be. Yeah, it's definitely That's... grown over the years. Grown, and then we kind of uh, regressed by going back to Paris and, and uh, Bally's, and then we kind of grew again and then it's like been a it's right. been a fun journey to be a part of for years and years it's going to be interesting more than anything it is absolutely going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds and but every i, I for one am optimistic so every year a new first year of the venue is always challenging totally so. i remember the first year at the rio uh we went from the riviera to the rio and the riv like it was packed person to person like there was no yeah. seeing talks unless you were the right. first person in line to that one talk and it was just packed. And then we went to the Rio and there was a little bit more breathing room, but we still had kind of a similar problem. And then not only that, we were so far away from everything. Uh, it was like a mile walk to get back to the strip. And then it was cool to have Paris and Bally's. That was kind of cool. And the way the venue was split up, that worked out. But then adding Platt at Hollywood, uh, I had to do a demo in Planet Hollywood and I was staying at the link. And so it was literally 1.2 miles to walk from the link to Planet Hollywood. Yeah. And it took about 24-ish minutes carrying all the shit I was carrying that year. Vegas is just big. It's not set up for lots of people, <laughs> even though a shitload of people go to Vegas. Like, the transit's horrible. CES accomplishes transit a little bit better because they roll their own buses and have buses between stuff. CES is also, I think it was 360,000 people this right, year like, across, like, seven convention center spaces. Madness. So it's it's a different animal. I mean, we're we're probably going 
going to be maybe what 25 maybe 35,000 people I think well yeah. who knows there's I think there's a lot of shell shock for people that right. you know we're expecting to go and improve upon last year so I wonder how much that that's going to have an impact for Vegas 30,000 35,000 isn't a big gathering I it's mean not it, huge for us it is right it's the biggest for us you know if you it's, look at all the other stuff that they host 35,000 is in the mid range it's not I was like down huge. there for this thing called paparazzi which i didn't know what paparazzi is but it's basically like it's independent sellers costume jewelry so mm. jewelry for you know that's like fancy looking and you know people buy it and they're a bunch of independent sellers so they had a huge conference down there and that thing was massive i that thing was bigger than defcon that was like yeah. in all these different convention center spaces and i was like and these people are selling jewelry mad respect but like come on hacker fam let's let's, let's get together Let's throw a big shindig. We'll see how it goes. I think getting there is going to be kind of interesting. There is a couple of hotels that are close on site. Um, right. There's the Fontainebleau. That one's the brand new hotness. That's the old Riviera. That one's going to be probably your most expensive option. Uh, it's not going to be too far of a hike to go if you stay at the Conrad and the the, the Hilton. Um, Resorts World. Uh, Resorts World won't be that far. When Defcon, the first time it was in the Riv, I stayed at Circus Circus across the street. I couldn't get a room at the Riviera, so me and my buddy stayed at Circus Circus. So that's an option. You can go to Circus Circus. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. There's a Hilton nearby. Um, you know, there's there's a couple other properties nearby as well. And I think the official hotel that they're putting online is the um Sahara, Sahara Hotel, yeah. and that does have a uh, tram station directly connected to it. And it's a tram's gonna be about twenty bucks a day, I think. So you know, an Uber back and forth from the convention center is gonna be about fifteen to. 18 bucks with tip anyway so you're going to be about 30 bucks transit you know going back and forth so probably depending on how many people are on that it, that's probably going to be the best option or just walk i mean the sahara i think it's 0.75 miles so that's not that bad of a walk so all plausible options i mean vegas in the summer dead of summer i mean we do stupid shit like walk around <laughs> and go running even. Run less, yeah yeah <laughs> Defcon run last year. There, there's also a change in the ticketing, right? This year it's 480. Pro tip, everyone out there, you are all doing awesome projects. Every one of you that I know, now go submit your talks. Yeah. Submit to Demo Labs. Submit to Villages. Get some of that taken care of for you. So or if four... you have a company that'll buy it, but I know a ton of companies right now are not doing any travel or not doing any yeah. expenses. Uh, get involved. Volunteer. It is 480 this year, but the tickets are transferable, and there's a cancellation fee this year. You know, I understand with the economy and, and the new venue and whatnot, the price has to go up and whatnot. But 480 is getting up there. <laughs> just like Yeah, that's that's quite a bit. Getting to that closer to the professional infosec conference pricing. It's past <laughs> the professional 480s. Now, I think 700 would be, I would consider the borderline of professional information security. It's not supposed to be, right? It's a hacker conference, right? So every time I point out that, hey, it's pricey, but I'm willing to support it, I get inundated with emails and DMs going, they're making millions every year. And I'm like, 
really? Because none of the organizers that I know are millionaires out of Fifth. I know every all of them have like extreme full time jobs, working yeah. multiple conferences. Yeah, and you know, and I'm I'm in the same mindset too. I'm like I'm going to support. I'm going to figure out. I'm going to figure out maybe a way that I can do a demo lab or I can do something or provide some content so that I can help offset some of those costs for sure. One thing that this does do is it opens up more hotel options that are not like on the strip. Yeah. And sometimes you can find like even staying at it. I stayed when I went to CES this year. Uh, Henry and I ended up staying at uh, where's B sides at? My mind just went totally blank. Uh, Tuscany. Tuscany. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So we ended up staying in Tuscany and we were able to Uber over really quick. It's actually we walked it one day. It was like a mile and a half walk. So it's not even that bad of a walk to from Tuscany to there. So I mean, if you're doing B sides, I mean, you could just extend your stay. If you have a good cool project this year, submit. If you get picked, then you're up. You have 480 bucks to buy Dark Matter merch. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dark dot net dot triple X. You get. You can buy a signed card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like your uh, backdrop there, and that thing of with a Wi-Fi cactus from Defcon. That's official <laughs> merch, or is that you know you made yourself? Or this was on a T-shirt last year at Defcon. Don't say yourself. It wasn't just on the T-shirt. It was all over the venue. The, the reason why is today uh, Defcon had tweeted and put it on um yeah. Mastodon, and and they they it's put the picture Twitter. of me because I'm like pointing at it, like going crazy. So the funny thing is they had that on that on the floor as artwork and me and Dark Matter are walking by and it's like, oh, let's take a picture with it. So <laughs> we find this young kid go like, hey, you might take a picture of us. And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. So we lay down right next to it on the floor. And the guy taking the picture has no clue who we are and <laughs> no reason why we are sitting lying next to the on the floor <laughs> and then it went it went like a step further remember because there was the other people that showed up like john hammond and some of the others and we all got him to sign his shirt and he was like didn't know and then it, like some of it started to click so that was yeah. kind of funny that was funny we made a little bit of a scene. So that's uh, that's our take on DefCon. Side note, shout out, thank you to Mar for doing this dope-ass art. It's an honor. It yeah. is absolutely an honor. Mar is amazing. Appreciate you. Uh, the other big news that we do have to cover, Canada working to ban the flipper. Yeah. And I just saw an ad from the official flipper that says that I can use my flipper to uh, be my ski pass. Here's the RenderMan first tweet about it and then it picked up and then I, I feel like this is one of those things where I don't think it's actually going to go through but now there's a petition to save the flipper in Canada and it's like snowballing into this massive thing. I don't think it will ever be a thing but <laughs> I feel like we have seen this kind of... I feel like it's going to be a Streisand effect. You yeah. tell people that you can't use a tool you can't use a thing what are they going to go do they're going to go learn about it and figure out why people want it to go away which is only going to spread it to more people <laughs> so uh, yeah i don't i don't think it's going to accomplish what they want it to accomplish i'm no rolling code expert and i think we should get woody on it but i don't think the flipper can do what it's legislation tells it can do right i don't know this don't is... we have the uh the expert I, yeah Perhaps, uh, perhaps we need to uh, read the uh, read the firmware. No, you're down here right now. What the flipper can do? Well, let's see when it comes to the flipper being banned in Canada or the petition for it. I don't, I don't know because on the on the tweets or X or whatever you call it, uh, is some people say it's banned and some people say it's just a petition. 
Right. And I just saw that was a senator doing a petition for something like that. And I, I doubt that it's a well-written petition. I think uh, normally when you suggest a law change, uh, it should be technology independent. I think you should ban the concept. And I'm pretty sure Canada already has a law against stealing cars. I'm sure theft is already illegal. Yeah, I think that's really covered. <laughs> it should be a technology independence. I think that's a law, the petition that, he, that Senator does is just for for show. It's something, brownie points, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's something to say, yes, I'm, I'm taking action against this. And it's a natural counter thing about what we talked earlier this autumn about how people react to to, to flipper when we say it's too simple. So the mischief and all that mischief is going to make a reaction on the on the government of the state and legislation and bring it up because that's their duty to do it. So I see this as a natural consequence out of that whole scenario with it. It has to be proven. And legislation takes time and, and, and execution of that law will be taking longer, but it's there for a reason. It's there mm -hmm. because they want to have a dialogue, they want to have a discussion about it to see whether it does and what it doesn't do. And people can say, oh, sign up. I saw the latest thing today. I saw sign my petition against, you know, um, for Canada. And now I'm like, I think you're missing the whole steps here and what's actually being talked. And, and, and how that works, which, you know, how, how, the, how the legislation works in, in the sense that you need to discuss about it and have committees about it and then, you know, present it. Uh, a well-written uh, suggestion for laws change. But I don't think the flipper is, like we said before, it's just the tool. That's not the problem. Problem is not that. What is the problem? Is it that it can be developed, it can change, you can add add-on boards, simple. Or is it the apps that you just download that enable you to do that? So if you compare it, you know, if you can't compare, it's like the phone. You can say it's the phone's fault, but I'm pretty sure you can put legislations on the phone, which they have already. So the flipper is not allowed to do radio frequencies that's illegal for different states and countries. You can overcome that very simply with changing the firmware, of course. The next step is the app store. That's the whole thing what the flipper also built up. So they enable apps that do things bad. And I'm pretty sure the legislation is going to, lock down that part say if you don't have an app store you have to follow you know the, the, the apps that you sell or offer has to be uh, limited and regulated and the same thing goes for the next step after that is the you know the makeup of such an app and, and the countermeasure against this is of course that the illegal app store is going to show up you know it didn't change the thing with you know you, you the firmware and the frequencies didn't change with official firmware you just put it on an official one and you know bobs you until you can do whatever you want to get in the frequencies right <clears throat> there's a whole chain of things there that needs to be discussed in in legislation wise and that is something that always keep it continues going on right what traditionally legislatures are trying to play catch up with that as well yeah, <laughs> they don't understand exactly. it so they're doing it yeah. from like their back feet but i'll give them a year or two they will have an understanding they will have a proper understanding giving the context that they need to take a decision from so you know that's just part of it there's also the social media aspect of this fud surrounding the flippers there's so many tiktok videos out there that show the flipper being used to steal the car but most of them I would suspect a stage. There's somebody off camera. It's like I'm old enough to remember when the car uh, lock tennis ball hack was a huge thing on YouTube. Like if you hmm. drill the hole on a tennis ball and you put it on the car key uh, lock and you push the tennis ball, it will pop the lock. People were like crazy going over nuts. And then like Mythbusters did an episode about it. Turns out that all of this was staged. It was somebody off, off camera with a remote lock 
switch and just clicking, <laughs> clicking it, right? I saw a TikTok video that, was, that I thought was kind of funny is that this is how I used a flipper to steal bicycles from bicycle locks. And the guy had like a lock pick behind the flipper and he was <laughs> holding it like this and, the, and the, you can see the pick sticking out. And he just kind of jams it into it and wiggles it and it pops the lock, right? It's one thing to have a deep fake, but you know, there's a lot of staged staged videos out there that show things that are not possible. Those are attention grabbing video clips, right? So that sure. those generate this massive ball of FUD around the thing for people who don't understand. And it's the same thing, like we saw it with the Wi-Fi pineapple, we saw it with a bunch of other things. Like any of the gadgets that I build and I put out, I get I stopped doing it for a while because. I was getting so many DMs saying, well, I built it the way you did it, but it can't hack my girlfriend's Instagram. And I'm like, that's not what it's supposed to do, right? Yes, legislation has to catch up, but it will never be ahead of the technology. Um, oh, it shouldn't be either. Technology moves too fast. Right. But at the same time... That's why our, it should be technology independent. We hackers should be like lawyers in the sense that if somebody has a question about a technology, they should call us and we can explain it to them. I you can all like, hire I, us. I don't need politicians to be super savvy in encryption, right? I need them to be willing to listen to us, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah, so this is the point where, you know, if you have a voice in the community, you should reach out and point out and like, yeah, that's not... That's not how none of this works. It's like, I mean, it's the same with the DDoS attack from a Bluetooth toothbrush. Don't drop this subject. We're going to go into the toothbrush just two seconds. I want to add something to this flipper thingy there. And that's the following. The flipper with the Cedar app and this HID SAM thing can hack and downgrade any iClass credential very, very easy. Like one button clicks and do it. It means that it's uh, under some airports has been very annoyed about it and they are really looking into it. I can tell you this, if you get stopped by the TSA or anyone else on an airport and you do have a flipper and they check your phone, if you have a flipper app on it, you are on a watch list. You will be. The consequences (laughs) of having these TikTok videos, I don't think people understand how, leg- how legislation, how security works in the governments and every- everywhere else. Completely different beast. That's what I want to end with. I agree. People say that it's unlikely that this legislation will go through. Well, I will tell you a story about Tokyo. Tokyo, the city I live in, has a no-tool policy. I cannot carry any tools on me that can be used in a criminal matter, which means no multi-tool, no small pocket knives, no screwdrivers, no pliers. If I get caught with any of these tools on me and the police question me, they can bring me in for further investigation. Well, one, because we don't have a United States Fourth Amendment equivalent protection, like the police here can stop and frisk you anytime. But also Tokyo as a city, as a regulation, because what we had, we had so many burglaries that they institute a no tool policy. You can transport a tool from one location to the other, but you have to have a justifiable reason to carry. You cannot carry it every day on you. It is possible that one day they will ban it. There are other places in the world where the laws are even stricter. There are places in the world where having an RTL SDR will land you in jail because they're overly protective, well, not overly protective, or they're very protective about their radio frequencies, right? Yeah, I uh, may have, may have uh, been a subject lesson of that in China. Right. <laughs> Yeah, allegedly in uh, China, the rule states that unless you have explicit written permission uh, from the um, CCP, you cannot capture radio waves in China. Yeah. Or we had even in the U.S. the ninth 
district court with the whole wi Google Wi-Fi mapping is issue, right? So it's not an unlikely scenario that a, a very aggressive legislation might come in place for radio frequency devices. Also, we're not lawyers. Yeah, we're not so lawyers. You're lawyers. Scroll back to the very beginning of this EFF.org. Episode. We are no experts about anything. <laughs> but if you want to have our opinion about it, please, you know, you yeah. can take consultations from us. Right. And, and this is barely our opinion, right? And share us with your opinion in the comments of what you think about. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think about it. Did you sign? Uh, on the other hand, on the other hand, it? if they, so I was talking to a friend have of mine. Have you been frisked in Tokyo for tools? I have. <laughs> I have pictures of it too. Right. So one time I'm walking out, I get stopped by the police. They go through my stuff. My friend walks by, takes a picture, sends it to me. So, you know, there's yeah, a there's a new flipper one. flipper light tool coming out. The M1. It's on crowdfunded right now. So there's going to be a bunch of these kind of tools coming out. So I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, if I ever come out with a hacker hardware tool I design, I'm going to call it something like butt finger or something, right? When the lawmakers will have to talk about, yes, the attack was known as finger, smell my finger using a hacking device, butt finger. <laughs> it's, going to, it's going to be shaped like this, you know, this is the antenna, you know. <laughs> Isn't there a USB hack malware attack on sex toys that looks like a finger? So, no, we go back again, right, to the Bluetooth DDoS toothbrush. At the same time, malware on a vibrator. There's so oh. much. I, this seems to be a new thing, right? There was a, I think Hack 5 did an episode a couple years back about a 3D printer that came with a software on a USB drive that you, once you plugged it in, it started communicating really weird stuff to a server in China. And we have seen this, right? We have the we have seen the was it the Samsung refrigerator, you know, dumping a bunch of user data. Right. Yeah, uh, wasn't that someone showing a laundry machine? He was like 47 gigabytes of data. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is your laundry machine doing? You know, once again, now is a good time to learn basic network monitoring skills, right? All right. Anyway, yeah, give us the toothbrush thing because you know, fuck those sex toys. Because you always <laughs> talk about butt sex toys. So go fuck yourself. So let's go over to the toothbrush and you know clean your mouth a little bit so that was something coming up that's fucking news like a week ago or something or two weeks ago is massive malware net attack a bot attack on on three million devices or something shitty like that on a, on a yeah. toothbrush i'm like what is this internet of shit today it's like why can't we have wi-fi why would you have fucking wi-fi on your bluetooth device like, Apparently, there was an uh, article going out that a bunch of toothbrushes were infected with being part of a botnet. The headline was active botnet, like 350,000 devices in active botnet, your toothbrush. But if you open the story, two or three paragraphs down, I believe it has the word hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> Until... It says, appears due to the translation of the narrative where the hypothetical and actual scenarios are blurred. So I'm sure they were had a hypothetical situation that got done translated into it's true. And we have seen this over and over again. And that's why, you know, as a translator, I'm very careful about my word selection. One of these days, somebody's going to take something I translated and go, yeah, that's not good. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not what I meant. Here's the, here's the thing. I think I love it because all of a sudden, everybody, hardware hackers, I see on Twitter and follow there. It's like, great, guys. And it's like starting analyzing toothbrushes. It's like, fuck off. It can't be done. And, you know, they stop looking into Bluetooth enabled ones. Well, I mean, someone actually found a Wi-Fi enabled fucking tooth, uh, toothbrush 
reversed the flow on it and hooked it up. So apparently he can actually run of those uh, you know, uh, wheelie thingies on a toothbrush. I saw it right now on Twitter. And you can, and it could absolutely run some shit on it for sure. Is it a three million device botnet? Not yet, not yet. But it will. It's a, but it that's could a Bob be. Streisand effect you were talking about. I mean, it will. You can, you can, I, you can. I'm, I'm you sure put you it can. out in the world and it'll happen. Yes. I'm sure you can turn on your toothbrush and hit F5. And, oh, well, I don't yeah. know if everything needs to be connected or hooked up. Can't get this fascination with people trying to hook up every appliance they see. The other issue, uh, what I call smash and grab vendors, who will release a connected device and then disappear. And, and it, Or even beyond that, like maybe they're not a smash and grab, but they're, they're a smash and they want to get that residual. So like yeah. I know IP cam companies and stuff that have come out uh, the IoT IP cams where you buy their camera and it's like oh well all of our stuff syncs to the cloud and you get the first month free and then it's like a recurring revenue model right and there's no firmware there's nothing else and you're just paying for the storage right yeah. so I I think that there's the smash and grab where the people just disappear then I think there's the smash and recurring revenue where people are buying into it and paying them and they should be getting firmware updates. But really, they're so cheap and like they're not actually planning to support the device uh, because they're just doing the, the cloud infrastructure uh, and the infrastructure to do like the web apps to connect to it. And so I feel like there's like a myriad of... There's a surplus issue there that some, some of the chips that have Wi-Fi capabilities are just cheaper than any other chip they could use. Oh, right? So I, they're like, well, we don't need I, the Wi-Fi or the Bluetooth, but we'll go I with see? the chip. I think it was Loseling posted and it's like there's a 17 cent Wi-Fi adapter that you can get in a you can put in a um like a power plug or something. Oh, yeah, conflating yeah. two different things, but uh it was like 17 cents for this microcontroller with Wi-Fi. It's whereas, like, whereas the not, kidding me? Yeah. From a manufacturer, if you're going to maybe build a thousand, it's like, well, I don't need the Wi-Fi or the Bluetooth, but this, cheap, this chip is cheaper. So we're just going to go with this one, right? It's cheaper and it's future-proof. If we somehow want to have this later on the line, you know, I want to make a product update, a firmware update, and enable it. And so now you can get Bluetooth on your uh, updated model. You can yeah. just get it. It's, it's, I remember, of course, the ad, they buy that shit because it's available for them. I remember one of the first like badges I put together and I used ESP8266s. I ah. bought those in bulk. I bought 500 of them for like $8 a piece. It was stupid cheap. And I was just like, if I turn all of these on right now, there will be no Wi-Fi for anyone to use in 2.4 gigahertz. Like, this is, and, and it's not even like I'm DDoSing on purpose. It's just literally that many devices would just fuck everything. So once again, to what I was saying is that politicians, journalists should ask us for insight. Although we're not experts, we know a little bit more about things. Uh, in this field, you know, lawyers know a lot about legal stuff, doctors know, you wouldn't come to me and go, uh, I have this weird bump here. It's kind of hard. Can you tell me what's wrong with me? Like, you know, you, you need to go see a doctor. But it's like, I have this Wi-Fi enabled toy that listens into all my conversations and responds randomly. I'm like, yeah, you might not want to do that. Yeah, well, feel free to reach out or let us know in the comments below about, you know, if you do need to have but some I think, consultation I think, about I mean, how hackers work. In the, at, least, at least in the last month or so, we have seen these FUD articles come out in rows, right? Like yeah, but more that's so the, than the social media news magazine, isn't it? You know, it's part of that, you know, so you can have fake TikToks or Snapchat shit or YouTube right. shit. And it's no source criticism or, or what do you call that? It's not regulated in that sense, not traditional media. So 
of course it's going to be a lot of fud, but it's a massive amount of fud. Oh, uh, by the way, um, quick show note. Um, if you watch the last official episode, not the from the Cutting Floor episodes, um, we have a new outro. Thanks, Syntax, for sending in the intro, uh, the outro. I have a new one that's a bit shorter, so I'll, I'll edit that in. Heck Syntax, yeah. You're, you're Thank you, Syntax. Okay. Oh, Grimus, congratulations to uh, going up one. Uh, number five in the world right now. Nice, Grimus. Very Ooh. nice. I guess that's, that's amazing. Yeah. All right, everybody, stay safe. Don't steal cars. Don't pick locks with a flipper. Stop botnetting. Oh, yeah, toothbrushes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. You're, you're making four of four. We can't have anything nice. <laughs> Stop Pretty plugging nice. in vibrators into your computer. Plug them into where they're supposed to go, which is not your computer. <laughs> You can't stay clean. I guess, like I guess you second. can call it your computer or your box. Or you need a USB condom, man. OMG. Like, Use the OMG ones. Yeah. Those yeah, ones will protect good. you. <laughs> OMG USB condoms are the Trojans of the... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, MG, we love you. You know that, right? Oh, man. Yeah, we do. You're a bam. We love you, man. Um, go hit up, everybody. Say hi. And then I'll. we'll see you next time. Next time. Love your faces. Miss you.